So welcome, fuckers, to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. And I'm Raymond Hazen. So we decided we would start off this episode uh, focusing on Julian. Uh, So we both made a list of our top five Julian moments. And as we do with the lists, uh, I do one, then Ray does one, and then I do one, and so on. Uh, So I'll go first. Um... The win, it's the winds of shit episode. Uh, my, the part that made me laugh the most was when they went to the Dartmouth Regional Vocational School and so that Ricky could drop off the hash on all those lockers. <laughs> Bubbles hears this wind, this whistling wind, and he, and he recalled Jim Leahy saying something to him about the shit winds. <laughs> shit. And he actually. The whispering Bubbles, winds of shit. Yeah, Bubbles actually believed it. He said to Julian, it's the winds of shit. And Julian's just like, winds of shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the time when Julian made me laugh the most because for most of the series, he's a straight man. But that was one moment where he actually got a pretty big laugh. So yeah, that's... He, he is a straight man usually, you know, uh, but he does have his few moments. Like, uh, But I've noticed that his moments, for me at least, tend to have other characters in it you know their dynamics play off it you know what i'm saying yeah uh uh, like that for your like the one you just stated bubbles is in there like if bubbles wasn't there interact it might not be the same you know but anyway i've the one like my okay my number five uh i couldn't find it but uh so i couldn't remember what episode or where it's at and i can't remember why bubbles was pissed off at him one of the uh, many litany of reasons, right? <laughs> and uh, he's walking back, pushing a whole bunch of shopping carts. And Julian's like, hey, Bubs, you got a nice haul there, man. Uh, uh, and he's like trying to ignore him. He's like, oh, you still ignore me, Bubs? And he's like, yep. And he goes, well, I want to show you something. You want to come with me? And he's like, nope. And then Julian goes, fine, well, I'm just going to – and he stands right in front of the carts like he's pushing. Like he's right up against him. He's like, well, I'm just going to stand here and fucking uh, – uh, I'm not going to move. And Bubbles is basically like, fine, well, I'm just I'm, – I'm good with sitting right here too. Hope you got enough liquor in your drink, Julian, because we're going to be here all fucking night. And he goes, and he holds up his drink goes, got plenty, dude. Hope you uh, rocked the piss earlier, Bubs. He goes, or do you hope you don't need to piss, Bubs. He goes, nope, rocked one earlier. I got about eight hours in me and shit. And like, <laughs> they just basically are just so stubborn. Like, and they get in this little standoff uh, like in the shopping area. The, that's the way the fucking night ends for them, I guess. They're just in a standoff standing there in the middle of the street because they're both fucking being two stubborn assholes. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the episode or the season, but it was definitely one of the more recent seasons. And, uh, Bubbles had set up the shed and breakfast, and Julian and Ricky stole the additional sheds. And then uh, Julian and, and Sarah and a bunch of them decorated them and installed lights and stuff. So I know it, was, it must have been season 11 or 12 that they did that. Um, uh, I think Mike, maybe Taco was in that season, the, the parrot. That got, yeah. yeah. It got mulched in the, uh, the, the cooler on the roof. <laughs> Poor Ricky taught him to talk about weed. Oh, uh, yeah. Before he got killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number two is, uh, yeah, I know I used to go five to one, but I mean, my number two Julian moment is uh, you broke my cock. So this is at the beginning of um, 
say goodnight to the bad guys. And the reason I chose it, it's not that it's an especially funny moment. It's actually a pretty serious moment. But uh, so, yeah, he had been hiding their money for a year that they made at the end of season seven. He thought, like, you know, I'll do like in Goodfellas where uh, Jimmy Conway's, he didn't want anyone spending a lot of money because so, it might attract the attention of the FBI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and then uh, caveman Sam Losco takes off with a car, and then the police stopped him, and then all the money came out, and they lost all their money. And uh, and then he's like, you you busted my cock over this. You broke it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> usually it was like Ricky fucking up and Corey and Trevor fucking up. <laughs> it's interesting to see Julian being the one for a change, making a mistake. And, you know, he wasn't infallible. And also that this constant obsession he has with concocting these big schemes are always what gets them in trouble in the long run. So it's kind of kind of highlighted that. So, yeah, I, I like that one. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so I hope that all works by them count in this uh, because actually probably my third favorite um, is from the anime series. And uh, it's when uh, Randy's character is choking on the hot dog or whatever it was. And Julian's, like, trying to give him the Heimlich maneuver. But the way he's got him, he's got him, like, bent over the the table. And it looks like he's, you know, railing him from behind. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And it's just, I don't know. That's, that shit cracked me up, man. Just... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> As a side note, I recently saw a preview of the upcoming Trailer Park Boys comic book. It's funny. There's yes. a, just one panel where Randy attacks Julian by spitting like hundreds of cheeseburgers at him. So, so they're kind of like yeah. in this. Yeah. yeah, and Bubbles gets like a laser vision or something. And there's a picture I seen where he's shooting like X-ray laser eyes or something like like uh, Superman's heat. Heat vision or whatever, yeah, or like, or like uh, Cyclops or whatever. How do I, how do I think about? It? Maybe I'll end up purchasing that comic book. Sounds oh, kind I'm, of... to- I'm totally going to, just because. If nothing else, it'll be fun to have in the collection. You know what I'm saying? Now the next one, you'll know what the mo- moment is when I say, I look like a dick. You know what I'm talking about? He- Something happened to his clothes, and he came. Wait, wait, he, yeah, yep. he comes out of the shed. <laughs> the parachute. <laughs> that one almost made my top five. It really did. Yeah, Bubbles was like, I, I used to rock those pants, <laughs> which was even funnier. Yeah, and that shirt. Oh God. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. The whole yeah, you can't touch this video outfit. Yet. <laughs> very MC Hammer. You oh, know, it was very, very Vanilla Ice. It was, it was. It was 1994 all over it, dude. You know, I had its thumbprint all over 89 maybe even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 1990 was the yeah. Hammer and Vanilla Ice, yeah. <laughs> um, man. Sorry, everybody. That, that got me. Okay. Anyway, so uh, this one, is it's a whole dynamic. Everyone plays a part in it. Uh, but Julian instigates the whole thing. And so I put it on him 
you know, as a Julian moment, and it's uh, Ricky Ricky's bachelor party where he gets him wasted, so he passes out, and they put him in the back of the Bronco or whatever, and then they're gonna rob the store for for food for the <laughs> for the wedding, and then freaking <coughs> damn it, um, uh, Ricky comes in like half passed out, like drunk. And they end up getting in a shootout because he just sees people with guns and they're fucking shooting out with each other over meat in the store. Like <laughs> fucking Bubbles is shooting a machine gun in, in the out in the one aisle. Fucking Corey and Trevor busting off shotguns like they're just shooting the fucking place up, dude. And all of a sudden, like, what are you doing? And like, just Ju- Julian, Ricky, <laughs> fucking. That he's, they're back at the car, like, he's scolding everybody, like, are you guys fucking dumb? I'm drunk, like, really drunk, and I'm in there fucking shooting off camera, or guns on camera with no mask. You guys are dumb. <laughs> oh, that shit just Stole, like, 100 bananas. And- oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Trevor standing there just shoving bananas after banana after banana bush in, in there, and... Corey all says like, dude, why are you just getting so many bananas? Like, like everybody at the wedding is gonna want all these bananas. <laughs> <laughs> they ate them, you know. So, uh, all right, my next one is a movie. Don't legalize it. I just thought it was, it was hilarious that Julian was selling piss. I mean, I know why he was. It was for people who have to pass the, the piss tests for like insurance and stuff. I just thought that that was funny that he was selling it. And the really funny part of it all was uh, when they were driving to uh, Montreal, and uh, Ricky says, was he going to be selling shit next? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or or how about when he's talking about, like, uh, uh, the quality and the freshness of the piss matters, and Ricky's like, you fucking hear yourself right now, dude? (laughs) Yeah, he was dead serious about it. Yeah, he was. All right. Man. Oh. All right. Uh, my number one is a, a good old favorite of ours, and, and we brought it up on other th- uh, things that we've talked about before, but is uh, is when Julian packs up and takes off and uh, with the barrel of swish because uh, he's heading to, I don't remember, Moncton or something. And uh, or maybe that was Ricky that was gonna go there one time. But anyway, he ends up just behind the King of Donaire or whatever, drunk as hell with a random dog, <laughs> drinking swish. <laughs> like the one time you ever see Julian like really just off his face, man. You fucking hammed, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My last item is uh, when he punched out Tommy Bean because all that time. Tommy Bean kept fucking him over, stripped his car and all that shit. And then finally, yeah. when finally when uh, when he shows him all the paperwork because he owns the motel, he just punches the guy out. And the guy's like, oh, you guys like threaten him with a slingshot, and he just totally levels him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, uh, uh, the very first episode where he stands up to Cyrus and like. Basically, shows Cyrus ain't gonna shoot nothing. Well, I mean, I'm assuming Cyrus grew up because he totally shoots shots off at them later on, you know. Uh, but I guess point blank range in front of everybody is a different story. Um, yeah, yeah. Like that was a really cool moment because that did set the tone for who Julian is for this whole series. 
uh, uh, he's very much the man that stands up for everybody around the park, and and he will uh, fight right now. And not that Ricky won't, uh, not that Bubbles won't, you know, not that Corey and Trevor won't, you know, not that everybody won't, but you know what I'm saying, like Julian's uh, the tip of the spear, uh, like he is Sunnyvale's Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I keep asking myself, but maybe maybe uh, I do have the answer. But is Julian an alcoholic? Yeah, there's different forms of alcoholic. Okay, if you watch the Jail series, you see him without alcohol, and he he totally detoxes. Yeah, that's and what. So so I mean, if if you're that bad, then yeah, you're drinking too much. Like if, he, if ever someone tries to take his drink from him, he's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, that at all. Yeah, I mean, if you if you normal people don't have to mix several empties into a glass to get a shot out to in the morning. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. We totally did that too. Which hey, I ain't hating. I've had to be like that too, you know. And like like now, like I said, I've gotten to the point where like. I'll drink for a night or two when I do, and then I'm good for fucking weeks or a month or whatever. And as long as I do that for like a night or two, then like I might be hungover, I might be, you know, uh, a little headache or dry mouth or whatever. But like I don't get like detox, man. You don't get the shakes, you don't get the, uh, uh, the freaking delirium, you know, the vomits too much, you know, none of that stuff really happens. It's when you when you're drinking too much for too long. Yeah. Or or not even too much, just for too long you know uh i mean if julian goes the way he has been like for if if it's that way all the time when the cameras aren't rolling then uh i mean he's never not drinking liquor so i've never seen him okay i think in jail when he was detoxing he drank some water like that's the only time i've ever seen him drink anything besides liquor you know and which i've been like that and it sucks dude like you like, have you stop? ever actually been like a bona fide alcoholic? Have you ever been addicted? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I definitely drank way too much and and had a bit of a, a you know, I don't, I don't know if I'd say dependency. I just uh, normality. Like like I drank all day, every day, nonstop, every day. Cause, like that was it, dude. Like and when you're homeless, like when you're homeless and shit, like you got nothing else to do but hang out and get high and drunk. So if there was a day when you couldn't drink, say couldn't afford it or something did you feel something like withdrawal was there some kind oh, of yeah for sure for sure i've been like that dude and then you just normally just get up and go find a way to get it man you know it's yeah. that bad <laughs> yeah. well, it's like i was saying before in the states you have a lot of really cheap booze around like at convenience stores and the the malt liquor oh yeah, yeah. you can uh you can go to like uh you know certain grocery stores and CVS and whatnot, and they'll have big old half gallons of really cheap shit for, like, ten bucks. You know? Yeah, Yeah. you know? You walk around a a couple parking lots long enough without it, you know, you can ask to spend money, which is easy to do, too. But if not, dude, you can look at the ground, you can probably find that on the ground if you walk around long enough, you know? Yeah. Actually, one of my other favorite uh, moments... uh in the series, uh, it, it involves Julian, uh, is the one where he, he made that deal with Russians to sell vodka and he filled the weight <laughs> with it to, to, is to hide it in plain sight. And then Ricky and Randy got into a fight and fell on the ground. 
ten thousand dollars and they squeezed vodka out of the like their clothes and drink it. Yeah. Uh another one that I did like, um that almost made the list, uh was it was it was like one of the coolest I mean a dirty move, but like one of the best ones he, he did because it benefited everybody the most, except for Leahy, I guess. Uh, which does kind of bum me out because I do love Leahy, but he was a shit turd to them a lot. Uh, but it was when in the liquor snurf, when Leahy was all drunk in the uh, rock vodka, blueberry rock vodka with with uh, Officer Sexian. Uh, you remember the mannequin with the with the hole drilled out <laughs> like a blow up doll? <laughs> yeah, but it was but it was painted it was painted and dressed looked like Julian. <laughs> But uh, he tricked him and got him to sign uh, the park over to, Jul- to Julian. Julian's company bought the park. That mm-hmm. was what? That was the liquor snurf. That was what? That was. What season was that? Ten, I guess. Ten or eleven. That was some of John Dan Dunsworth's best acting, right there. Like, for a guy who like hardly drank in his life. To be able to play a guy who was like going crazy from alcohol. Remember that long ramble that he does there at the end when he's completely blue? Oh. Yeah. Incredible. That's, I mean, that's crazy. It's a, shame, it's a shame that Trailer Park Boys, you know, was never eligible for Emmys because I'm sure he would have won an Emmy at some point. Oh, he had to have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I don't even know if they. There's a there's a, there's a Canadian equivalent called the Gemini's. I don't even know if they were eligible for that, but he qualified for one of those too. It's a shame, but, but I guess maybe because at one point it was it became a streaming show, maybe it became ineligible at that point. But uh, oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I first started watching it on YouTube originally. Uh, well, actually, I found it on show. It was on Showcase, and like I said, my buddy's dad or, or uncle or something, cousin, brother, something like that. I don't remember who the hell it was. Uh, but they had one of those old satellite dishes that were the big ones, you know. And, and anyway, freaking, if you pointed the right direction late at night, you you could pick up Showcase, and Trailer Park Boys would come on. And so I remember a couple times, you know, we'd go. I watched a few episodes. Uh, and then, uh, but I didn't know what I was watching. You know what I'm saying? I had no clue because I'd only watched it like a couple, like once or twice, two, three times maybe. And uh, and then it wasn't until years later um, on YouTube, I randomly came across uh, Countdown to Liquor Day. And and that that was the first thing that I really watched, yeah. Old movie was on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. See, before Netflix got the right, and before well, before Netflix and and SwearNet, before SwearNet kicked off, uh, you could everything they had was on YouTube. Everything, every episode, all the movies. Well, I mean, they didn't have uh, uh, don't legalize it and all that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, everything else was there up until. Uh, uh, Countdown to Liquor Day. So you didn't need your friend's uh, satellite from with getting the signal from NASA. No, I did not need NASA's help. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I'm gonna get. 
You know, uh, I wish I had realized it earlier because, like, they were probably on there longer than I even realized. I've could been watching even a little bit sooner, you know? But, uh, but oh, well, it is what it is. So, uh, what, uh, is, was there any kind of uh, national day or international yeah. day? Yeah, May- yeah, yeah. Yeah, May 14th. There's four of them, actually. Not many. You know, there's four, though. So. Uh, today is National Underground America Day. Underground America. Yeah, I I've been debating on what that means. Um, like you're looking at it, maybe, like maybe actually underneath America, like the caves or like the the secret bases, you know, like like oh, like Area 51, like Area 51 exactly. <laughs> or maybe it's for those people who like don't really want to admit their their they love America. They act like they hate America, but they actually love it. So like, aren't they under like underground like America? It's like it's like shh, I secretly like America, but I really don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, I don't maybe, know. Well, maybe like they're like the nomads we talked about. They live off the grid. Um, Ooh, like, that, like the like the people who live under uh, the Las Vegas Strip in the sewers and stuff. You heard about them? I think I've heard about that. Yeah, maybe yeah, the underground America people. No, I didn't. Eh, I don't know. All right, okay, another one. It is National uh, Buttermilk Biscuit Day. There's a whole day for buttermilk biscuits. Yes, sir. That's something I can get behind right there. I love me some good buttermilk biscuit. And a fluffy, flaky. Oh, you know what I'm You get all stone. You eat them with. What's that? Do you eat them with gravy? Oh, sure, definitely. Yeah, that's like biscuits and gravy, bro. I eat them biscuits and gravy. I eat them with jam or jelly, with honey, and butter. Americans are definitely way more into gravy than Canadians are. We just eat biscuits with butter or jam or whatever. You guys don't have biscuits and gravy up there with, like, some some country gravy with, like, sausage, like, all up in that gravy and... Straight beyond like mashed potatoes or roast beef, that kind of thing. But well, yeah, but there's a different kind of gravy that you put on biscuits and gravy. Like it's a breakfast gravy versus, you know, you got your turkeys and, and your brown gravies and whatnot. Yeah, you, sure. you know, uh, but breakfast gravy is totally different. That's that's country gravy with sausage and, and, and stuff like that. Speaking of Speaking of gravy, I kind of made a fool of myself on social media this week because I was under the impression that uh, only Canadians ate poutine and that we were the only people. Yeah. And then I found out through Ray and through a few other Americans that you've actually got all over the place down there. Yeah, I mean, it's not everywhere, everywhere, but you can find it, you know, like it's, it's I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's just not like at every location everywhere, like. Well, I imagine you can get it most places. Well, in Canada, it's like you could get it at Burger King, and there's other. Oh, really? Places. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, you can't do that here. But like, it you makes might sense. find some random restaurant that'll have it. You know, like I've had it, but it ain't like I can't just run down the street and get it. <laughs> it was invented in French Canada, but there's something so American about it: gravy, French fries. As far as cheese curds go, why not? Right. That's right. Yeah. There's a place. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, there's a really great uh, franchise in Toronto called Smokes Poutinery. This place, they have all these different varieties of it. Like, you can get beef gravy with with peas. You can get, like, a pizza-themed poutine. 
they have all kinds of different kinds of poutine. It's pretty amazing. Really? Yeah. Man, dude. Every time you start, you talk about Canada, you make me want to go up there even more. Yeah, maybe sometime I'll send you like a package of like Canadian treats. Not treats, 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 snacks. Yeah. yeah. I'll. Uh, uh, Do you have coffee crisp? Do I what? Coffee crisp. It's a chocolate bar. Do you have that? I don't think so. Crispy Crunch. I mean, is that kind of like a Nestle Crunch? Um, Crispy Crunch. I don't know if you can compare it. To any, well, you know, it's a lot like uh, Butterfinger, but it's it's slimmer. It's uh, it's, okay. a bit, it's a little bit different. Um, there's yeah, also, we, got, we we got a thing like it's called a, a, a what is it a, a Chico stick, and it's basically just the inside of a Butterfinger in a tube. There's no chocolate or anything. That's, that sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, we we should do it. Dude, I'll, I sh- we should make a figure out of some things that you don't have that are down here, and I'll send you some stuff maybe. Well, like uh, I like the the hostess fruit pies. Those are nice. I you like guys them. got those up there? No, we don't got those. What? And you know, tried something that people say in the south, like, oh, you got to have one of these. Or you've never been to the south. I tried a moon pie, but. I wasn't crazy about that. You ever had one of those? Yeah, yeah. My grandma is crazy about them. Uh, uh, moon pie and RC cola. She s- says she used to have this little girl in Tennessee, you know, 150 million years ago. Uh, but uh, well, we have um, we have Malamars and we have these things called wagon wheels, which are very similar to moon pies. But I can only yeah. eat so much marshmallow before it starts to make me sick. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big marshmallow. Yeah, I mean, I like things like marshmallow peanuts and marshmallow bananas. I like s'mores, but... Yeah, and I like grilled, like, you know, when you put marshmallow, when you roast marshmallows over a fire, that's great. But to just eat a big chunk of marshmallow, like, I just feel like puking, you know? (laughs) A big sugar pillow is all you're eating, dude. Yeah, (laughs) but but roasted or whatever, I mean, that's that's fun. and you guys got that those crazy state fair foods like the deep fried Mars bars and uh, oh yeah uh, I've 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 deep fried uh, Snickers personally I've deep fried Twix oh that's um, Oreos anything man I can deep fry chocolate. anything bro I can fry a, a bar of, uh, a stick of deodorant if you want me to you know <laughs> I've had a chocolate dipped Oreo that's fucking good and that's I have nice. business eating them but yeah they're really good. Um, what about deep fried Twinkies? I know that's a thing. Yeah, I've, I've done Twinkies, uh, ice cream, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, it, when you're doing a sweet thing, you just you just make yourself a little sweet batter, or, or just Google it or whatever, or, you know, a recipe. But you make yourself like a little sweet batter, and then you just dip it in the batter, and then you drop it in the fry, and like your Twinkie or whatever, or your cookie or whatever it is. The, the batter will instantly make a shell around it, and then all the shit inside will goo and liquefy and whatever. And then it's just like, when you pull it out, it's like a melty, gooey goodness of, oh, oh fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Go ahead. Do that with pancake batter? I, I don't see why not. Well, I mean, or is it pancake too- yeah, it's kind of airy, so pancake batter might let shit seep through. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it might work. Yeah. It totally might work. Well, I got myself a waffle iron, so I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Like, Dude, yeah. I, got th- I got this idea. Oh, here, don't steal my idea, America. 
uh, I got this idea, uh, like, like you take your chicken and you pound, pound it out real nice and thin, you know, the mouth or whatever, and you coat that in your waffle, and then you freaking cook that shit, and you have, like, chicken and waffles where the chicken's <laughs> inside the waffle. Oh, you mean, like, mix the meat with the batter or something well, like that? Well, like, we're like, yeah, well, like, you take a piece of chicken and you pound it out nice and, like, real flat, so it's a flat piece of chicken. You know, nice and I mean, it doesn't have to be like like paper thin, but relatively. And then you just dunk that in waffle batter, and then you can stick it inside the waffle iron, push it down, and it, it'll be thin enough. Like if it's thin enough, the waffle iron will cook there. It'll press it and form it into a waffle with that batter, and it'll cook it, and you'll have a waffle, but it'll be stuffed with chicken. Well, one thing I was disappointed by was I wanted to make blueberry waffles, but the blueberries just caused it to fall apart. So it can't be done. You could probably do chocolate chips, but I don't think you can do – you can't do blueberries. Because they smush and they get juicy, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can do pancakes for sure because you, you don't have to smush them. Have you uh, – do you have an air fryer? I do. Oh, yeah. How's that worked out for you? I love it. It's nice. You know? I mean – Throw your French fries, your burritos. Where take a burrito, throw it in there, boom, chimichanga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it doesn't use any oil or, or none whatsoever. None whatsoever. It's really weird. I don't know how it does. It still back boggles my mind. Because there's but. a chain of chicken restaurants here called Mary Brown's, and that's how they make their fried chicken. It's air fried, and it's it's juicy, but it's not greasy like KFC. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no. It's like okay, I've made fried chicken in it. And it's good, it's good, but it's different. You can tell it's different because mm. there is no grease, you know. Uh, but it's it's still really good. I mean, if you can make good fried chicken, it's still good. Um, it, it cooks it just well. Like, it cooks it through just as well as anything else will. Will it taste the same as your normal fried chicken dumped in grease? No, not at all because it's not dumped in grease. Uh, but, like, it's pretty good. I've done all kinds of, kind of burgers. You can do burgers in there. Freaking uh, pizza. Uh, I mean, for, you know, all the regular French fries, mozzarella sticks, whatever. But, like, I mean, the one we got has got all kinds of setting, too. We've got bacon, freaking roast, and all kinds of things. Then we got one of the Instapots, too. You, ever, you got one of those? You seen those? Uh, no, I haven't. It's like the pressure cooker steamer thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can do like a stew or like a, like a, corned beef and cabbage whatever and you know or you do it like instead of something that takes like two and a half hours to, uh, to stew or whatever you can get it done in like 45 minutes in these things and now people put uh weed into like dessert foods brownies and so oh yeah edibles but have you ever cooked like regular food with weed butter yeah. like in, like yeah a, yeah make like yeah. with weed or something Yes, actually, yes, I have, uh, and and like uh, mashed potatoes, you know, mixed yeah, you, with uh, with the with the butter, you know, some garlic, you can add a little garlic and some seasoning to it, you know. The thing is, anything that has butter or oil or any of that stuff in it that you can make into concentrate with THC, which you can into any oils or butters or anything, you can cook with. So like, you can make a steak and then put a nice big slab of some nice fresh garlic weed butter that you like. You make some weed butter and then you mix it with a little garlic and then you put it in the fridge and let it cool in like a nice round. Then you can cut a slice off, set it on your steak, and it'll dissolve on the steak. And if it's nice and concentrated weed in there, like it'll have a good amount of THC. 
you know, uh, or like, you know, like let's say you make, you got some weed olive oil, you know, and you make some French fries and you're going to toss them with some Parmesan or something, you know, well, you drizzle them with some of that weed olive oil fucking or weed truffle oil or, you know, yeah, oil you got, right? You, get, you know what I'm saying? I got to find uh, a yeah. store in my neighborhood sells weed butter. I got to look into that. I could make some weed waffles, you know? Yeah, exactly. I could teach you how to, it's really easy. You got a crock pot. It's really easy, buddy. Well, there's one thing. It was I saw this one instructional video where the person said, uh, "So you pour the the cannabis leaves into a strainer. You pour like scalding hot water that's like been boiled. You pour it in there into something else, and it acts it acts like the same process of making tea. And then you mix it with butter. I think that's how they explained it." Okay, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's like any other recipe for anything. There's a mil- or chemistry or however you want to look at it. There's a million different ways to do everything, you know. I've always just okay. A lot of some people will uh, subscribe to you need to decarboxylate your weed, which is you put it on like a nice uh, uh, sheet tray and you put it in the oven on like the lowest warm setting. You want it like under 200 if you can uh, for like 20 minutes just to begin to activate the uh, crystals and open them, the pores and inside there, because THC crystals are heat activated. That's why you got to add lighter to it. You know, you got to smoke it. You got to do things like that. You got to cook it. You got to activate that stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, but you got to be careful because you can totally overdo it. You can totally burn that shit off. You can totally waste it. So unless you want to, you know, you're willing to practice or, you know, you got a good taste on it. Like, you know, maybe not decarboxylate because you can do it without it and it'll be fine. But anyway, the easiest way I've always found you just you get how much ever weed you got. Like you just figure out how much butter you need to cover it, you know, or how much butter you got. You get a couple, you know, like a couple boxes. You got like, you know, like a half pound, you know, like eight sticks of butter or whatever, you know, whatever you can to fill up that crock pot. And you just fill it up and then you just put the weed in it uh, if decarboxylated if possible. Uh, and then you just set that shit on low. And you just let that simmer in there for like eight hours or so, maybe ten, but eight should be fine. And uh, just occasionally stir. And then you bring that in and you strain that off, you know, like through a cheesecloth into a big bowl or whatever. And then that green stuff, that all you know, all that flour, all that, you know, uh, plant product you can throw away, and all that butter that squeezes out at the bottom. Uh, you put in the fridge to cool, and then there will be some other juice that comes from the bottom. That's plant product stuff. It'll be a weird lick, but your all your butter will cool to harden above it. You pull that off. You throw away that other juice liquid shit underneath, and then boom, there's your butter. You know, so all you gotta do is just put it in a crock pot. Make sure there's just enough butter to cover it. You know, you don't want it sticking out, and just let it simmer on low for like eight hours, and then strain it off. Boom, you got it. Any liquid you don't want after you strain it off. Do you want just the butter that hardens? That's it. See, you ought to make a video where you demonstrate all that. Yeah, easy peasy, bud. Easy peasy. You uh, Oh, I had a funny story about uh, cooking with weed and baking with weed. So Alex Trebek had never smoked weed or hash in his entire life. I'm calling bullshit, but anyway, go ahead. That's what he was on Stern, and he said he went to somebody's party and uh, and he really liked chocolate, and so they were serving brownies. And what he didn't know was that they were wheat brownies, and they were really potent too. So they're serving like, yeah, you want a brownie? 
and so he eats, and he because he loves because he loves brownies, and these were exceptionally prepared brownies. He ate like three or four of them, and he said, I think he this was on a Friday night, and he said he didn't leave till Sunday, like he had to sleep over there. He <laughs> <laughs> was. So I guess if you never got high before and then you took in like that much weed, you probably would it probably would knock on your ass for a few days. Man, did you imagine doing a party and Alex Trebek is just too wasted to leave your house for like three days? That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I wanna try one of those parties, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never had no edibles or anything like that up there, bud? Oh yeah, well yeah, somebody some people make them. I just haven't tried them yet. There's one place downstairs uh, downtown. They have those, and they have like a lot of beverages too. You just you know drink this soda, kind of like well, kind of like those de-energizers that. Yeah. Re- Five-hour de-energizer. <laughs> I guess well, it's more like I suppose like the anti-monster drink, anti-energy drink. Uh, so yeah, yeah. There's one place called Tokyo Smoke. They got like. Every conceivable permutation of weed there. Um, nice. Edibles, but that shit's expensive too. The edibles cost a lot. Yeah, and you know what? Truth be told, like anytime I buy them from a club or a store, like I, I, they never do the trick, man. They, I always feel like I get ripped off. Like I've made some butter that, whoo! Like I remember this one time. It's so funny by by my middle brother. You know, he eats a couple of my cookies. Like I told him, I was like, be careful, bro. You might want to eat like maybe one. You know, he's like, nah, fuck that, dude. He eats like three of them. And I'm like, all right, you know, you know, because I ate a couple, you know, and I, you know, big. I'm a little bit bigger than he is too. But anyway, uh, look, and he, we're standing out on the back porch. He's standing by a sliding glass door, and he starts staring at me, and he just gets this sheer look of panic on his face. And I'm like, bro, are you all right? And he goes, dude. I think I'm paralyzed. <laughs> he, Morgan, he's standing up. <laughs> he's just standing there, like he, he won't even move his like like his eyebrows. Like he's just standing there staring at me like a like a statue. Dude, I think I'm paralyzed. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, I'm trying to walk right now and I can't move. <laughs> oh. I swear to God. And I was just, oh my God, that shit killed me. You know, it took him a couple minutes. You know, I just let him stand there until he figured it out. And he eventually started walking, you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, on, on on that note, I think I would also like to let everybody know that today is also National Decency Day. Be decent to those around you. <laughs> I was decent today, yeah. Pretty decent. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that anybody? Uh, okay, and one more. There's one more national day, you know, and I'll leave her alone on that one. Today, and get out there, everybody. You got to enjoy this one. Today is national dance like a chicken day. Oh, yeah. Get out there, dance like a chicken. A funky chicken, that kind of thing. Right, yeah, you know, whatever the chicken dance. Remember that shit? Was that? Uh, little wiggle, 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 to clap, clap, clap. How I go? Some, 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 and a flap, flap, flap. Come on. I know you guys out there know it. Sing it with me. Come on. <laughs> I don't remember that one. It was something like that. There's the chicken dance. Or is that the funky chicken? No, the funky chicken was that other dance. My aunt would know that one. She probably busted off right now. My aunt was, was she was getting down back then. Funky chicken's got that song. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, well, we, we, it, it, 
Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't remember, man. <laughs> I smoke too much weed. So, uh, you know, as summer's coming and uh, people are going to be doing a lot of barbecuing. You know what I always had trouble with was barbecuing chicken because it seems like if you don't do it right, you're just burning it to a crisp. Do you know how to barbecue chicken? Like. Do you barbecue chicken with bones, or is that too dumb? Well, yeah, yeah, okay, like, especially with the drumsticks, okay, down at the the base of the drumstick, like, not where the meat is, down where, you know, if you watch it, when that starts peeling back from the bottom of the drumstick and, like, curling up the bone, your chicken's probably getting close to done. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to indicate uh, when you're cooking chicken on a barbecue um, of that one. Uh, another one... That uh, I've always known and remembered, and like I swear it totally works, but I never do it, and I don't know why. But a long time ago, I was once taught that if you poach your chicken in a little chicken broth, uh, it'll seal the juices into it, and then you can you can barbecue it, fry it, bake it, whatever, and it'll never go dry. Do you have any particular techniques for making breast juicy? Because I have, I have no clue how to do that. I've always, never been able to do it. Uh, well, I mean, it, I like to marinate my stuff for a couple of days. Like I said, you got, get yourself a good brine. If you can get yourself a brine for your chicken, um, brine your stuff. Google that, you know, uh, and let your shit soak in that for a little bit. But be careful because brines can be salty because there's a lot of salt in them. And then if you salt things after, like, you don't want to salt shit, you know, if you're going to brine it, in my opinion, because it can become very salty. Uh, but, like, I mean, try a brine. Brines work pretty well. Uh, try the poaching method. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've ever even done that. That thing pops in my brain every now and then. Because uh, I can remember being taught that a long time ago, uh, poaching your chicken in a little chicken broth before you want to cook it because um, then you can do whatever you want to it uh, um, another thing I used to like to do is um, ah, it's giving away my secret recipe bro I got a secret ch- uh, stuffed chicken recipe that I make sometimes with oh, like spin- spinach and fontina cheese and uh, so well speaking of cooking meat and getting high as we were discussing earlier this week I found I found out about the, the weirdest most fucked up way to get high there are these people who like, get, they take uh, bong loads up their butt or something. Oh no, I've talked about that before. <laughs> Rotten meat to get high. See, I think what's going on is, uh, you know, when you when the rotten meat goes to work on your immune system and fucking parasites or whatever, eventually they get to your brain and they can cause you to be delirious. But it's not a good high. Like I once knew a guy who cooked a whole chicken, but he didn't cook it properly. And he got food poisoning, and that led to him becoming delirious, and he had, like, hallucinations, like he's seeing colors and shit. That must be what they're talking about. But people, look, just stick to regular fucking drugs. Just man. eat some fucking mushrooms or something, man. Like, Jesus. You die from that. From these- you just always trip me out. It's like, people are like, oh, you do all these, like, weird synthetic spice when spice was out. You going to smoke that spice stuff? I was like, no, I'm just going to keep smoking weed. Like... <laughs> I never smoked that spice that whole time that shit was going on. I don't know if you guys heard about that or you had that up there, but that was that weird synthetic shit that they were selling at head shops and you know, pipe shops and stuff around here. And, like, 
it wasn't THC, but like it supposedly got you kind of stoned. But like, well, there was a shit. Um, was it salvia or something like that? Well, salvia, yeah, salvia is a real thing. That's a real natural plant, and uh, like I've smoked salvia. I mean, back in the day, in the early 2000s, like we had a bit of salvia. And that, woo, that shit was crazy back then, bro. Uh, if if you go onto swearnet.com and you watch the documentary Trippin' with Lee, you know we all know Lee, right? Uh, uh, Lee Donna. Yeah, Donna. Yeah. Uh, Don Donna. Donnie. Don, Donna, yeah. But anyway, um, he goes – there's a little like 45-minute documentary. It's totally cool. And he goes on an adventure to go experience this uh, – like the Hiawatha drug or something. I'm totally probably – completely wrong on that. So don't quote me, everybody. It might be talking but, about Alaska that they do that yeah. in like, America or something. Yeah. It, it might be. Or no, maybe that's not what it is. Then. But because he, he goes to another country to do this. But anyway uh, – in the beginning of this documentary, he smoked salvia for the first time, and uh, he sits down with his mom, and it's so funny. It's, it's him sitting in a field, uh, and his mom is sitting there, like, just, you know, babysit watching, basically, as he does it. And, uh, like, I yeah, I'd smoke the plant, you know, and it would make you feel a little weird and whatever, but uh, there was this dude that I knew that was basically making, like, hash with his, like, concentrated salvia, man. And fucking, uh, uh, it was, it was like hash basically, man. So it was stronger than like the plant, dude. And like, I think we all get that concept. I know more. I'm so fucking adamant on stating it. But anyway, uh, dude, you take like two or three quick little puffs real quick, man. Just little puffs, man. <laughs> you know, just breathe it in and breathe it in and you hold it, man. And then, dude, it was like, you, you took off, dude. And like. I swear I went on, like, you experienced, like, almost a whole other life. And fucking, like, you'd all of a sudden you'd come back and be, like, back on the couch and be like, what? And you'd think you'd been, like, it'd been a while. And it'd been, like, you know, like, three minutes, two minutes or something. You'd, just been, you'd been sitting there for just a few minutes, like, just kind of just, you know, eyes closed. I know no one can see me. You can't even see me. But just sitting there, eyes closed, just kind of, like, you know, just, like, like, total euphoric relaxation. But you're completely tripping, man, for a minute. Like, your mind is just, like off on this adventure and fucking and then you'll come back like it was a trip dude it was crazy shit so this uh, is way beyond marijuana this is way more intense oh yeah oh yeah definitely salvia yeah i'd say it's more intense than marijuana for sure be careful with that one kitties more so that, intense than marijuana. is that illegal now i don't know i don't think so because mm. i remember yeah. first hit the market like people a lot of people were smoking it because uh, it was like the closest thing to legal weed but I don't hear about it so much anymore. Yeah, because the hype died down. Because, like, here's the thing. The the regular plant, it's just like the salvia you get. So it's it's okay. Like, it's a mild little feat. Like, you're not going to get much off it. You're not going to trip out like I did until unless you make some fucking salvia hash concentrate shit, you know? Uh, but is it a little – but the feeling's different. Like, like, it's not as cool as weed. Like, weed – fucking makes everything awesome salvia makes shit kind of awesome but weird at the same time you know so it's like it's it's different you know it's weird it is a bit more i would put it more the class even though i know weed technically is also but i would put salvia more into a hallucinogenic category than i would weed even though i know after just like the right atmosphere and environment to do it in. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like, like Lee in the documentary does it perfectly fine. 
He's in a nice open field, on a kicking it in the grass, chilling with his mom, who's good vibes for him. I mean, I guess if your mom's bad vibes for you, then like that probably not be best. <laughs> but if your if your mom's good vibes, like or your brother or, or your cousin or whoever, like yeah, like that that totally, you know. But, so you're uh, not gonna do yeah. salvia with your you're not gonna do salvia with your son's mother. No, no, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not, man. She'll turn I, try, into- I, I try to avoid share the same oxygen if I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Be nice. Be nice. It's decency day. It's National Decency Day, Raymond. Be fucking nice. <laughs> right. uh, uh, dude, so have I told you uh, so about my random thoughts? I've been having random thoughts again lately. Yeah, well, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd bring up, you know, random thoughts, kind of like my, you know, garbage land of the mind, or you know, like Raymond's <laughs> yeah. Ra- Raymond's used sh- Raymond's used shit thoughts or something. <laughs> but, Ricky uh, shit. Yeah, Ricky used shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like okay, like this one, like like why do people name things what they are? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, like who came up with the name? butterfly and and why you know like i thought like you know logically like what it like you think there was one guy sitting there and here comes this little the first people to ever see it there's two people walk standing walking or just standing and here it comes just and if you ever watched one they kind of just and he looks look at this little thing just flutter by and his buddy goes what'd you say about a butterfly and he goes nothing but great name well, the names tend to well, like Latin is the root of the European languages. Yeah. It tends to start with this scientific Latin name, and then and then a poet might might give it another name or a variant of that name. Uh, but yeah, just about every insect, almost anything, started out with a Latin name. But uh, sometimes, sometimes they're given those names. One thing that's cool, I notice a lot of celebrities. I think it's it's only after they die, but a lot of like asteroids and other astral bodies have been named after celebrities. I don't know if John Dunsworth got one, but that would be cool if he could get one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can do it. Like you can have stars named after people or whatever. But but I hear it's kind of a scam because like they can just resell it through a different domain to somebody else. You know, so, you can also uh, nowadays you can uh, you can become like a Scottish lord or something like that. Like you oh, send oh. money and they send you like a certificate or something. Yes, no. come forward. You know. Yes, no, I, dude, I'm so glad that you brought that up. <coughs> I was I was actually meaning to ask you about that if you heard about that because I saw the thing the other day. It's great. So check it out, people. In Scotland, like all it takes is to own one square foot of Scottish land, and yeah. you are considered a lord or a lady. So there's a company out there now selling one foot square plots, so you can or I or whoever can become a lord or a lady. Uh, and then what they're doing is they're planting a tree in that spot in your name or whatever, so to help rebuild the forest and stuff and, and rebuild plant growth, which I think is awesome. And Fucking, cause I love the forest. I love the woods, man. I just, I'd rather be out. That type of legal binding, if I can get mail that says Lord Morgan Rector, maybe I will sign up. 
Oh no, I'm I'm definitely going to. Yes, yes, for sure. I've already planned. Yeah. Uh, there was another country that did it too. Uh, I think it might have been somewhere like in Scandinavia or something. There's this like small. I think it might be like an island and like hardly anyone lives there. And so they just decided, you know, you get to be like, you know, a royal, have some kind of royal title, and it wouldn't matter because hardly anybody lives there. And if if we become Lord Morgan and Lord Raymond, you know, would we have to change the name of the show to Lords of the Park? <laughs> and there was another one. Oh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah. So if you wanted to have the title of doctor, you don't have to actually be like a real medical doctor at all. If you just want that title, you can pay for it. Like Hunter Thompson, Hunter S. Thompson, he just wanted that title. So he sent some money, filled out a form, and they gave him the title. So he was Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. Really? It was legit. It was totally legal. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if doctors still have to apply for that or if they just automatically receive it. But uh, if you want to be Dr. Raymond Hazen, (laughs) be the doctor of love or something, I've been thinking about getting ordained. Ordained, yeah. Yeah, because then I could like marry people, you know. Well, I think. And, the, and then I thought about it, like if if you're ordained and you make uh, a guacamole, uh, would it be holy guacamole? It might be, yeah. It could be the sacrament. What? <laughs> right? well, I could be wrong about this, but you know about dudeism based on the Big Lebowski. Somebody, oh yeah. I think you can, if you join that, I think you can actually get. Uh, the right to perform marriages and shit. Really? Yeah. I was obsessed sure. with the movie for a while. I must have oh. watched it 200 times. So so am I. I mean, I still kind of am. I haven't really watched it in a while because I watched it, fuck, just like you said, hundreds of times at minimum. But my other buddy, he was my Walter. Oh, yeah. We used to... Oh, that's so much fun. Oh, all yeah. Right, all, right. all right. Here's, here's another... Uh, 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 thought of mine sometimes, a little, little random thought I have is, have you guys, okay, as pointless as I think it is, but have you guys ever re- or, or come to the realization that at daylight savings times, we're all time travelers? Maybe. I mean, think about it. Like, it's one time and then instantly it's another in the matter of one second. Well, I, I once yeah. felt You know what I'm saying? Like, so apparently, like we, speed affects the way that you travel through time. Like, I found out if they invented a way to, like, travel at light speed, like they do in Star Wars and Star Trek, they said if you did that 2,000 light years and then came back, what would happen is actually you arrive at Earth 2,000 years later, so everyone you knew is dead. So it's actually going to really suck. It's going to be like Planet of the Apes. Maybe maybe the chimps will be anthropomorphic. Like, I don't know. You know, that actually brings into my next question, because my next thought, you know, what if it's not the chips? What would you do if grilled cheese sandwiches took over the world? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, the, well, I think I think probably it's more like insects might end up doing the same thing as the apes because they're they're cooperative. They're, they, they're, all, they're all looking out for each other. They work toward the same goals. And uh, if they and they say cockroaches can survive a nuclear holocaust, well, if they oh get, for sure they get they get uh, they'll adapt to anything. They'll eat anything. They'll live in the worst, most abject conditions. There's a fucking cave in Mexico, and 
on the the roof of the cave are bats and they just shit constantly and there are cockroaches on the floor of the cave who'd eat the shit and that so that that tells you everything about cockroaches they'll do anything to survive so when people use the phrase survival of the fittest it's not referring to being big and bad and strong because if that were true the dinosaurs would still be around right it refers to adaptability i read the book origin of species by darwin so Cockroaches could definitely out-adapt us, no problem. And there are there's some theories that the aliens might be insects that evolved because people have seen like ones that look like praying mantises and shit, and they do have these insectoid eyes. So I don't know, maybe they survive us after nuclear war and get bigger and fuck. Very quite possibly, quite possibly, bro. But but what would you do? If grilled cheese sandwiches took over the world. Well, I don't know. If, if they can take over it, it must mean that we've become really fucking stupid. <laughs> like I, really I default, would, you know. I would probably get like a big super soaker full of tomato soup. <laughs> that just might make them feel jealous or something. And, and like a lot of weed. And, and you, you know, don't worry. Don't worry because me and Ricky and Cheech and Chong and the uh, the cast of Half-Baked will save the world because we'll get really stoned and eat all the grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> just wait it out until they come over No way, dude. I can't do that. I can't do that. You've got to oh, save the world. I'd have to save the world. I can't just sit back and let the world go away. So i got to get out there and eat those sandwiches, dude. <laughs> Most grilled cheese sandwiches are made with that processed cheese, and that stuff probably has staying power, you know? And actually, if any grilled cheese sandwiches were to mutate and become alien mutant life sandwiches and attack us, it probably would be that processed shit sandwiches, dude. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because they're all sitting around in, like, landfills, like, mutating and radioactive because no one eats them. And, like, they only eat the good sandwiches with, like, some good, like, Tillamook cheese or something, you know? Well, speaking of food-related things, I made this taste, and I stand by it. I I hate walnuts, and I think they ruin fucking everything. You know, for the most part, I would agree with you, but uh, like I said in the comments, I still state that uh, even though I will say that uh, it is definitely better with almonds, and I prefer almonds for sure, but Rocky Road with – I mean, walnuts do not ruin Rocky Road. Like I'll, you could still eat that. And then there's one time that I made a pecan pie, but I didn't have pecans. So I used walnuts, and it was good. I mean, it wasn't as good, but it was still good. So, I mean, but yes, for the most part, they are kind of dry, and they, like, they, they're weird in your mouth, and they, and freaking, they are probably my, my least favorite nut. Mm-hmm. My favorite is macadamia. That's my favorite. Oh, I like macadamia. It's hell, but yeah. Oh, yeah, and one yeah. one American dish that I would like to try, but you can only get it if you actually go to America, is the sweet potato pie. I don't think anyone has yeah? that. Yeah? Yeah. Dude. Man, all right. When I come up, I'll make some sweet potato pie. There we go. That, now we, we have a reason to make sure I have to come up at some point. Is go that ahead. it? 
dessert or is that more along the lines of like chicken pot pie where you eat it as a meal or is it dessert? no 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 i'd say it's more of a dessert it's definitely dessert because it's got like marshmallows and oh, potatoes yeah. and you know it's a sweet thing uh here let me let me see if we can find a picture of it at least the way that we've always made it well that's big yeah, I guess I should just do this on my computer. Uh, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato. Uh, potato pie. Yeah, see, it's kind of like a well, sweet potato pie is like a pumpkin pie here in this one. We, we make it a little differently, though. But yeah, it's basically like a pumpkin there. Mm. Uh, there's also, um, you ever had candied yams? You might like that. I haven't had that. Okay, dude. Uh, candied yams. Yeah, boom. Here you go. Check this pepper out. There we go. I'm going to send you this right now, dude. See? I want to say there. I'll share this the Facebook page too if anyone's interested. Candy oh. yams. Oh yeah. You, you know that episode? Um, I think it's in season seven. That's the one where Ray ended up getting arrested for with those prostitutes. Yeah. Well, they drove by that place. It was like a truck stop. It said hot hamburg sandwiches. Well, that that is how a lot of people in Nova Scotia say ham. They don't say hamburger. They say hamburg. So if you wondered why, it wasn't just a matter of abbreviating it. That's how a lot of people in Nova Scotia see it. Hamburg. And you guys, and they say sandwiches also? Oh, yeah, sandwiches, yeah. So, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, the we don't, time. You know, I mean, some people do, but mostly yeah. we don't say hamburger sandwiches. We just say hamburgers or well, burgers. Like, well, actually, what they're talking about, it's not a hamburger. Uh, what they do is, um, so you fry, like, loose ground beef, and then uh, after it's all cooked... You put some like um, you know flour and water like you would with gravy. Oh, it's an SOS. Is that what it is? That's what we call them down here. Yeah, it's SOS. Fill up and then you put it on. I, I think yeah, they put it on bread and then you put like another put another piece of bread on top of it and then pour more of the meat on and. Yeah. Eat. Yeah, I've made it at home. It stands for shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Yeah. Yeah, SOS. Because yeah. basically you're, you're you're flopping the shit on the shingles. You get it? You see what I'm saying? On the bread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, that's exactly – okay, okay. I just assumed that they were saying hot hamburger sandwiches, and that's just what they were calling hamburgers. Oh, well, it's uh, funny. They thought, they're funny. actually talking about SOS sandwiches. That's so much cooler to me because uh, I grew up on those, man. My mom used to make them. Here, I'm going to send you a link to uh, – uh, I sent you to uh, candy yams. I'm gonna send you one to uh, SOS real quick, um, and uh, so you can see if it's basically the same thing. But I, I can totally picture what you're talking about. Like here, these ones are on like biscuits and stuff, but we would do it just on regular bread, you know, because we're we're poor and that. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't I afford get, biscuits I get, all the time. <laughs> I get biscuits from Popeyes sometimes. 
Yeah, like this right here. Boom. What is this guy? SOS, creamy hamburger. Yep. Is there a picture? There it is. Yep. Boom. Take this picture. Come on, sucker. Take the picture. There we go. And then I will share this with you now. Chats. Uh, oh, uh, we still got the dictionary to do real quick if you want to. Yeah, so what letter are we up to now? Uh, let's see here. I know we did H because we did Shithawk. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. You remember that? Yeah. yeah the Shithawks. That's another yeah. one that bubbles, right? Bubbles believed in the shit hawks. Shit ice, shit institute. Yeah, yeah. I think we're on sh on I. I. Yeah. It's All a right. Bubbles is like he he's, he he doesn't believe psych. He believes psychics are full of shit, but he believes in the Bigfoot. He thinks that uh, <laughs> the Sam Squanches are real and believes in the shit winds and the shit hawks. Did you see the new documentary on Hulu? On who? On on who? Hulu. Wait, what? About uh, Big? Yeah, the Sam, Sam Sasquatch. Oh yeah. So what are there people who they're believing that they managed to track them down or? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, my neighbor watched it. He said it was pretty cool. I don't but, know. I, yeah. I think they I would think. have found one by now. It's been like decades. They've been looking and you know, search and rescue pilots have cameras on their helicopters and. They would have found one by now, I'm sure. I mean, not unless they're hiding well, you know. I mean, maybe maybe Bigfoot or maybe Bigfoot is aliens. Could be. Like, you know. I wonder if they inspired Chewbacca at all. See, exactly. I you don't notice the resemblance? I kind of do. Well, actually, I have um, I have a book called <laughs> In an Alien Purgatory about this guy who claims to have been. Uh, abducted by aliens and made children with aliens and one of the al the aliens were the usual types with the big eyes but there was a hairy creature that often appeared with them really if that's true maybe that's what they are so it's quite possible i mean when in rome right i mean i guess when yeah. in the when in the uh, quasar uh, quadrant, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, guy had sex. His name was David Huggins. He had sex with. Uh, half I know that guy. Oh, you heard about him? Okay. No, I know him. <laughs> you know him personally? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but he's a good artist too, so he drew all these illustrations of what he remembered from it and. Uh, he he had sex with like a half alien, half human woman, and I think I've done that a few times. Oh yeah, with the alien, other aliens watching. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I've been pretty wasted, and I have some weird flashes, oh. you know, light lights and people, and uh, I don't know, I, I can't really make out what the hell, you know, everyone in the room is. <laughs> The area you live in seems to be the real place to abduct people. They love abducting people in the country. So. Uh, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing because less witnesses, less witnesses is got to be it. Um, also, I figure probably because they know that no one believes people from the country. Yeah, that too. Yep. Everyone in the country is just stupid hicks. They don't know nothing. That, that's not my belief. That's just you know. Yeah, yeah, they they do make that assumption. <laughs> But all right, here, let's, let's do a couple of these uh, dictionaries real quick. Dictionaries. Uh, I, yeah, we got to be on I, because I don't remember doing this one. Shit ice. Uh, from the uh, hi- uh, hypothetical root origin, shit ice age, when Earth was covered with shitty ice. Uh, common usage, frozen uh, rectal suppository used... F- for relief from itching or uh, discomfort. <laughs> so shit ice is a good thing. Yeah, I guess. Shitty ice, you know. Uh, well, I don't know. It's just really shitty ice. Frozen uh, shitty ice. Like if you're constant uh, shit constipation, the shit yeah, ice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that stuff can block up in there sometimes and feel like guys. Uh, one of the traffic events of old, and I do not believe it, because I was repeatedly told about the shit Inu who came from, who came in from the cold. No ice to make a simple igloo. The tundra was soft when you stepped, you sank through. Uh, walking on the uh, shit ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, shit Institute. Established in 501 BC, a sacred society purposed to propagate the elemental teachings of shitology through symbolism or subliminal uh, subterfuge. All U.S. presidents except one uh, were upstanding members. Like the Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, all presidents except one were members. I wonder if they're talking about Donald Trump there. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Worldwide conspiracy. Right. Oh, there's a, there's like a coin here, too. Looks like the uh, Shit Institute Illuminati freaking coin. Uh, shitty it's never bother to think. They're uh, they've wrecked their brains with dope and drink. They'll puke on your rug and wreck your car and even get banned from your favorite bar. No matter how often they take an oath, shit will always come out their mouth. Yeah, we know who shittiots are. Yeah, that's great. Corey, Trevor, and he, well, he wouldn't admit it, uh, uh, Randy is a shittiot too. Yeah, I think so. In this case, it's with uh, burgers. Alrighty, shit irony. When ironic events occur that are at the expense of a person, yet they remain oblivious, e.g. a shit idiot who drives around drunk all the time, but one day his self gets hit by a drunk in and in his typical shit way is none the wiser. <laughs> Yes. Uh, if uh, to thine own self be poo, thou canst 
be shit to all men. Oh, thou canst be shit to all men. Oh, Ooh, shit, shit tight. I think uh, he all that and he wasn't even stoned. Right? Uh, shit tight. Adherent or disciple of shittalism. And lo, the shit tight fetched a sacred cup and mm-hmm. placed it not where lips would sup, but beneath the nether cheeks, below the uh, pimple peaks, to gather up the browning stow. Actually, it's funny when you first said shit tight, I thought of <laughs> thought of Rock. Like shit. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a few more here. This is kind of a long one. There's like four, four more, which I can read if you want me to. Otherwise, we can call it there, and I can just post the pictures or something. You know. Uh, we'll we'll leave uh, the listeners to read the rest of the book. They got to make money off it. For sure, they do. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you took quite a while to write it because some of that's real deep. Yeah, it is. And like I said, we're I mean we're only at I like we just got done with I, and I mean we're not quite halfway done with this book, you know. Because then we get into the middle, like the middle of the book. I won't even. I'll just have to post pictures. But like I just noticed, it's got shit in every language in in the world. Like it's just literally like how you write or say the word shit. Well, I am not, I'm not bullshitting you when I tell you this. I once worked for a taxi company. I was a call taker, put together orders for people. And one we had a call display on all the phones. And this person called up. They were from somewhere in, I don't know, India, somewhere in the Middle East, Asia. I swear to God, their last name was spelled this way. S-H-I-T. I don't know if it's pronounced shit. I don't know if they had their own way of pronouncing it. But their last name was really shit. I couldn't believe it. Maybe maybe they pronounce it shite. No, that'd be with an e on the end would be shite. Yeah, there was no e. And I don't. Right. I, if they have little children in school here, I feel so bad for them because all the other kids are just gonna say shit. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poor little Sally shit, huh? <laughs> on that note, uh. It's time to say goodbye, and on behalf of Raymond and I, we got your belly. And That's fuck the fucking way she goes. Fuck off. We got work to do.